when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Peter Beardsley sent me a song. Peter Beardsley's done a song. Yeah, I don't know what his I don't know what his intention is. Right. He sent me the song. Okay. Um, and I could play that. Right. It's not, but it's not. It's a bit sad, but it'll be a nice way to end with a bit of pathos. It's, it's a bit miserable. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, why not? So these days, a lot of folk didn't remember me so well. Like, but for example. For the last five years, I've been going up the bus depot most days. It's very colourful up there, and there's lots of banter between the crew and mechanics and the lasses in the office. I sit on the lower wall, like outside, and I can hear most of what's going on through the big double doors. Keeps me company while I eat my chicken wrap. But faces have changed now. Most of the guys my age have moved on, really. Sometimes when they see me, they shut the door rather than invite me in. Years ago, they used to let me heat me chicken wrap up in the microwave, but that's stopped now. I mean, it's okay cold. I do my weekly shop down at Asda. Sliced white, baked beans, margarine, ambrosia cream rice, evaporated milk, Bunch of bananas, tin dam for a sandwich egg, eggs for hard boiled egg, rich tea biscuits, some ice cream for the weekend. <laughs> then I just grab a load of ready meals. The wife doesn't like to cook these days since, you know, she rejected Jesus. I wake up early nearly every day, go downstairs, watch some of the TV shows. I used to watch with me boy when he was young and I've noticed I pick my nails quite a lot these days. The downpipe on the shed's leaking at one of the joints. I got a new sofa the other day. Corduroy material, grey. The wife has took the corner facing the TV so I generally just sit on a little stool that me boy used when he had his supper in front of the telly, you know. I go down me local most nights. The bar that I always drink in has been turned into a restaurant, but there's still four or five seats at the actual bar. It's OK, but as soon as the restaurant fills up, feels like I'm getting in a way, so I drink up and head home. You know, tell you that ever since the neighbour moved, moved in that near this knocking at night seems to be coming from the loft but as soon as I go to investigate it seems to stop 
You know, you know that pub I mentioned, like my boy had his first drink in that pub. I haven't seen him now for what about five months. But he always phones his mum on Sundays. And I get to say hello, you know, at the end of the call. That's it, really. Uh, yeah, Peter Beasley's t- sent me one of his stories, one of his, I don't know what he calls them, an update, something like that. <laughs> right. So um, I'll play that for you. Uh, please do. We must have been next to his clock. Yeah. Oh, here we go. No, I'm, I'm just back to the middle of the day. I got a stunning caravan there. Used to be lovely, but the site has got a lot of welfare benefit people on it now, and they don't really look after their wigs. You know, I've got a few sculpture pieces that I got from the garden centre outside my leg. A lion on its back legs on the spade. A princess, oh, beautiful princess, lowering a bucket into a well, like a little group of kids doing ring, 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 ring of roses. And a nice chicken wrapping in the car on the way back, you know. The chicken was nice and lumpy, really lumpy, lovely lumps in it, you know. Not them thin slices, like. I did have a massive frog that spat water out like a fountain. But the pump started making a whining noise and packed up. The pipes are rusted and the plaster's cracked like so. I've put a little wedge on the, the frog's chin and he stopped the chat dropping off in Dog dirt. When my son was a lad, like he used to stay overnight in the caravan, you know, and we'd do a bit of fishing together. Catchy odd mackerel, white in, fucking cod, you know. If we got a decent cod, we'd boil it up and it's done spuds in the caravan. Must be 30 years since, you know, me and the lad last went fishing. The knocking in me lost where it really was last night. I took a torch up and a banana to investigate it, but stopped as soon as I got to the top of the ladder. I did notice light coming through some tiny gaps in the party wall on the Albanian fella's side, so I filled those over with some banana skin. I didn't bother trying to get back to sleep here, took, took me torch out in the garden and have a look about. I was looking down the shed and I noticed two little white cricket stumps that were from when I used to play cricket with me lad. I used to let him get me out and encourage him, like they encourage him. I also noticed some uh, disturbed earth, so I had a dig at it and found the wife's Bible, like, you know. She'd wrapped it in barbed wire and took a dump on it. Really is pretty fervent about rejecting Jesus, like you know. My son phoned last week, the wife got the phone first, but never mind, you know. At the end of the call, I got a few minutes to talk to him, you know, and told him I was going to the caravan. 
but he just said he didn't meet nothing but the place. And uh, go now and the wife wants her hard-boiled eggs, so I'm popping out after I tidied up after the wife's eggs. Go and buy some weed oil, you know. So that was Peter's... Uh, That's an update. He sounds like things are looking up for him, because he he seemed a bit down the last time we heard from him, but, you know... Do you think he was a more upbeat, then? I think definitely, yeah. I think 2018's going to be gonna be a great year for Peter Beardsley. It's a shame. Well, it sounds it? of that. I think his wife well, always gets the phone before him when the son phones. Yeah. A bit sad I wonder if that's that. deliberate, whether she's trying to keep them apart, do you think? I, I, I don't know, Andy, I don't know. Maybe he'll tell us one day. Now, listen, Peter Beasley, because yeah. he's been in all this bother, he sent me a message. Right. Um, I suppose, to be honest with you, it's a bit of an explanation right. as to what's been going okay, on. Okay, that's, that's good. It's good that he's got this platform so to I feel address obliged the allegations. To, uh, to read it out, really. Fair enough, go Here for it. Are you going to read it out, or is it a recording that he's sent? Oh, it's a recording <laughs> that he's, he's sent me. Yeah. Well, um, mm. um, and you might know, Pete... Uh, um, you have been in trouble this week over bullying like young footballers at Newcastle. So it's, uh, um, so I'll tell this is a bit out meant to say. Well, you might know Peter's been in trouble this week over bullying young footballers. So I was surprised yeah. when I got one of, a message for him. So I'll play it for you, shall I? Shall I? Yeah. Right, Dio. You know, I got into a bit of trouble at work, like, you know, and, uh, I started shouting at one of the one of the young lads, calling him and Josie Fallen, but it was a really bad day for me, and the lad had been giving me like a load of, load of lip like them that week, so uh, I suppose I should ex- explain, really, you know, it's not... Anyway, the, the day before, I couldn't sleep, you know, I got a banging in the loft from the Albanian, fell the next door, like, hey, take a constant tap. Like, bit like a, like a tool used in carpet laying, you know, but who lays carpet in the loft in the middle of the night, you know, it's certainly not a UK thing. I don't know, I'm uh, wondering he's got someone as, uh, like, hostage, you know, like an hostage in his roof fight, so, you know, I, I noticed that the usual bloke in the MEP badge hadn't been there for a few weeks, like, so, not to worry, but, you know, he would always set aside an egg sandwich for the wife, and, you know, in case he needed a, a late night egg hit, you know. So, you know, I, uh, I got up about five because of the tap, 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 and, you know, and they put me slippers and dressing gown and went downstairs, and, you know, I put a bowl of oh, so simple golden syrup there in the microwave, you know, it takes two minutes, which it was a, a longer, really, because I enjoyed watching the bowl, you know, go Round and round and round and round and round. <laughs> anyway, like, uh, when the ping noise happened, you know, 
I reached in and got the ball out, but it was red hot, like, and I dropped the whole lot on the floor. Like, like. Then it was so simple, like anywhere, you know, all over the laminate, up the front of the cabinet, and the ball had broke. Now, I'm cleaning up the mess, like, you know, me bucket, not that. When I hear the wife come downstairs, and like, I shit myself, because I've broken the favourite ball. It's the uh, white one that, like, my son got a years ago, you know, saying, best mum in town. And he never uh, got, he never, like, got me a best dad one, you know. He's, he said they didn't sell them, but I think that, they must have just sold out because I've seen the dad ones all over the town, you know. Well, I picked up the pieces of blood. I've just got to stop this recording there, Andy. Um, just press pause there, have press you? Press pause, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it's pretty long, this. Are you willing to tolerate it? <laughs> Absolutely. It's pretty long, this. Yeah. You, all right. Keep, keep, press po- play. Okay. Well... I quickly like, picked up the pieces of the wall and wrapped them in newspapers from last night's pre-switter and chips and popped them in the ring like any machine and a right mardy look on her face. What was that fucking noise I heard just after the microwave ping? Sounded like something smashing. Why have you got me mop out without permission? Well, like, I think, I think on my feet and I told her I'd drop me cup of tea and explain that I'm really sorry, you know. Sorry for using the mop without permission. Sorry for the mess. And sorry for breaking the ball. Wait, wait, see looked at me like, you know, I was an advert, then walked back upstairs and did a couple of boy legs and left them outside the door. Seeing that and love, I shouted from outside the door, but she never replied. Dog dead. Well, as soon as I got to work at the training ground, I said to this young foreign lad, nipping her off to town and get replacement best mum in tune ball. I showed him which one it was using Google Images. So I said he could treat himself to a chicken wrap, you know, for good, like. I know a chicken wrap, you know, especially if the lettuce is nice and crunchy. Crunchy, crunchy. Anyway, like, like. He came back about an hour later, but sure enough, he got the ball, but it was the wrong size, you know. He got soap ball rather than the serious size, so... Well, knowing that the wife would, like, lamp, lamp me, totally lamp me without hesitation, which she has been doing a lot since, since she rejected Lord Baby Jesus, I lost my rag and I gave this foreign lad a slap. No, now he's gone to the authorities and I'm making deep shit. You know, so think if only I hadn't been woken up by the banging in the loft, everything would be a lot different. You know, if you knew my wife, you might understand, but you don't, so I guess I'm on my own here. 
Jesus said, you know, don't judge a man till you've walked in his shoes when you know. Bloody hell, don't tell me why for mention Jesus. You hate fucking hate that bloke at the point. <laughs> anyway, no, my wife wants a mushroom omelette, so I'd, uh, I'd better be on my way anyway. Peter. So there's... Poor Peter. Yeah, so he'd had a really bad day. I don't know whether that's mitigation for him, you know. Well, I, I can't condone that kind of thing. It's difficult, isn't I it? I mean, if he worked at a call centre and he'd gone in and just lamped him yeah. on day one, that would have been all right, but, but you know... Yeah, I mean... Not when there's a racial element out as well. You, you can't be doing that. I mean, it's truth what he says, like, you know, don't judge someone until you've walked in their shoes, but I suppose... So that's kind of something Jesus would have said, isn't it? Yeah, so we'll see what happens... Yeah, we you know will. we don't know what's been going on, do we? So we will. We'll see we what will. happens. Well, I've been home ever since I was suspended that they found me coaching job, which hasn't been easy like at all. You know, I got the wife back and at me all day and snagging off Jesus like, and as usual, I've been walking up early most nights because of tap tap. Tappy tap tapping in me loft, you know. Now, I'm convinced it's the Albanian fella next door, so last night about two in the morning, I went into me loft and started banging on one of my wife's baking trays with me trumpet. I thought it might flush him out like, you know. I bought me son a trumpet, you know, for his 12th birthday, but... He only did a couple of paps on it and then he seemed to disappear from the outside so I never knew what happened to that lake. I asked him where it was a couple of times but he just looked at me like I was an advert. <laughs> well, I got no response from the Albanian so I crept downstairs like, you know, a midnight shadow so I didn't wake up the wife. I got into the kitchen and you know, it's the most beautiful feeling in the world to be alone in the kitchen, you know, in the half-light with no one around to spy on you and what you're up to. Wife doesn't really give me permission to go in the kitchen if I'm not cooking her, her eggs, like, you know. Don't So... I got a little torch out of the drawer, you know, it's a lovely, got a lovely yellow shaft, like bright yellow, you know, like a banana, or the alternate stripes on a wasp, or like a price video sticker, you know, on a chicken wrap. I often go down Morrison's around 6pm late to check out the reductions, especially if the wife's in, in one of her turmoils, like, you know. Love a chicken wrap, me. I like it best if it's been cut in half, then I can attack it from an open end rather than a blunt end. But, you know, it's not a deal breaker. A chicken wrap is a chicken wrap. <laughs> anyway, I open a few cupboards to look at the food, you know, like laundry's jelly. I like the lime one, but the wife just gets raspberry. Evaporated milk. Long life milk, you know, tin peaches, dried onion slices, ambrosia rice, walnuts, goblin meat pudding, mainly UK food, really, you know. Anyway, nothing that I fancy, so I turn the 
it toward the fridge like and they stubbed me toe on the table leg. Well, it hurts like fuck, you know, and that, but I don't cry out. I go straight to the chest freeze to get some frozen peas to put on it. Well, I shine me yellow torch inside the freezer. I can't see anything but frozen corn cobs. Wife likes with them about if she's got a knack on, you know. I rummage about a bit, and there in the bottom corner, that me, the music's run out, Andy. Oh, it starts up again automatic. Good. All right, here we go. I rummage about a bit, you know, in, in the freezer, and there in the bottom corner, I see something that makes my heart leap. It's a couple of fish fingers that must have fallen out of the box, like, you know, and a, and a solitary frozen UK-style bread bun. The thing is, I like a fish finger sandwiches, you know, nearly as much as a wrap. But I'm not allowed bread and fish since the wife rejected Jesus. Because, you know, bread and fish is very much associated with the bloke, like, you know, that. You know, the, you know very close association. That's that's why I always eat me, me chicken wraps when I'm out and about, you know. I know it's like a foreign bread, but I'm not taking a chance with the wife, like, no. So I'm shaking like a leaf with excitement as I put the bun in the microwave to defrost and the fingers in the oven. Well, the bun is going round and round and round and round. And in the torchlight, you know, it looks like a successful painting. I'm transfixed and I forget to open the door before it bangs, you know. Well, that's it, before you knew it, the lights are on and the wife is stood at the kitchen door. What the fuck are you doing in my kitchen, you little fucking creep? And who gave you permission to use the fucking yellow torch? Now, listen, love, I'm sorry I'm in your kitchen without permission, like, you know, and I'm sorry I woke you up with the ping. I'm sorry I'm running down the battery on the yellow torch. Now, shit your fucking mouth, so I'll lamp you. Why's my oven on? And what were you cooking in the microwave, like? Well, I had to like, think quickly, you know, because if the wife knew there was bread and fish in the house, she would beat me, like, within a fart of me life. I was just defrosting a corn cob to throw at the church later, and the oven's on because I thought you might, like, bake extra change, love. Well, she mad it like so I'm off the hook you know and she says she'll bang on the ceiling when she wants her eggs and she like fucks off back to bed like you know <laughs> well I quickly grabbed the bun and the fingers and put them back in the bottom of the freezer whilst I'm doing it like I see a glimpse of like a brass pipe or something like a brass pipe anyway I tug at it and would you believe it's my tr- son's trumpet after I took the eggs and had a walk <laughs> and I had a walk into the park and played a few pipes on the trumpet, you know, to the tune One Peter Beardsley. There's only one Peter Beardsley, you know. It was dark before I knew it, so I got back home and had some biscuits and custard on my lap, you know. Got to be honest, I uh, couldn't stop thinking about them fish fingers and that UK bun in the bottom of the freezer. So near, you know, but so far. 
<laughs> it finished on the button. I might just put that out as a standalone episode. Now, <laughs> how do I stop this? That's the next question, isn't it? I don't know what you're playing it on, so I haven't got a clue. Is it? Is it a web page? Have you done it? No, I've started playing something else. Oh, okay. Let's give that a listen. See, that's like. <laughs> Mr. Beasley's been in touch again with another update, Andrew. Oh, good, right. Well, right, Bob. Another day at home with the wife, like, you know, and you, she, they still won't let me back at work, like, you know, because of the trouble with the following lads, like. So, anyway, yesterday, right, about mid-morning, I'd spent a couple of hours staring out in my back window, you know. I put one of the curtain nets over my shoulder so that I can stare hands-free, like, you know. It's been a really good staring session, like, you know. I, I saw a pigeon, like, and a blackbird, and like, a ginger cat, you know, with a red collar. Oh, shit, I've said blackbird. That's going to get me in my bother, expect. Anyway, it suddenly struck me, like, that, you know, flower bed had like a little dip in the centre of it, you know, like someone had scoped up some soil and nicked it, so I thought I had better go right straight out there and investigate. Dog it. I returned the curtain like net to its resting position, you know, and the wife likes to have four furrows in it and to slightly overlap the other net, like, you know, the one on the east. I made sure that I did it right, Otherwise, the wife would, would know her and I, that I've been staring out the window and she doesn't approve of it as a pastime and I don't want to get shouted out for nout again. You know what I mean? So I, I put my wellies on and wrap up warm with me on the rack and my Newcastle scarf and bubble hat. Oh, just even saying wrap up it puts me right in the mood for a chicken wrap. I know the chicken wrap me, you know. I like the chicken lump I like the lettuce crispy, and I like the wrap cut in half so I don't have to approach it from a blunt end. I don't like tomato in it. It's a very vibrant and red colour, you know, and the wife has banned tomatoes from the house because they remind her of the blood of Christ. <laughs> Tina, the bubble that, the bubble that actually belongs to me son, you know, I bought it from about five years ago from the bubble that department at the club shop, like, uh, not with the last time we went anywhere together, to be honest. After we left the shop, he went off with his mates to watch the game, you know. I don't know why they don't sell chicken wrapped into the match, you know, it could make a killing. Well, as I'm walking up the garden, I, know, I look into the Albanian fellow's garden and I notice that he has a freshly potted up plant by his back door, you know. <laughs> well, I'm no detective, like, but it strikes me. It's very suspicious that he has fresh soil for his plant and meanwhile, soil appears to have been removed from my border. I go to the border and put me hand in the little scooped out area so I can assess the amount of soil that's been removed, you know. Just then the wife opens the bedroom window, like, and she shouts at me. 
What the fuck are you doing? Me garden right now, lads. Bubble it, you little fucking creep. And who gave you permission to find your boat in my border? So I, t- I said, I'm sorry about coming in the garden without your position, love. I'm sorry for wearing Gary's hat again without your permission, but I'm sorry, but I'm not finding about those. I was examining the soil for a possible theft. Don't fucking answer me back, you little fucking dial. Get back inside and cook me a couple of fucking boiled eggs. Scoop them fucking out and put them on Weetabix. And they'd better be fucking runny. Then like, she shuts the window and just stares at me, you know, like I'm an advert. No, I know as I'm told, you know, she's a bit feisty, the wife, especially when she's in turmoil over Jesus, like, you know. But I, I do love her very much, really. I asked her once why she had rejected Jesus, and she just said, If Jesus was all he fucking cracked up at me, then he wouldn't have cheered me to you, you little fat. It's fair enough, I suppose, anyway. Later that day, I solved the mystery of the little dip in the border. It was where the ginger cat had taken her shit. No, like, no, 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 no. I'll sign off now, like, the wife's just banged on the ceiling for some scramble, like. So, I just thought I'd, um, um, I thought I'd tell you some jokes, like, to cheer myself up, you know, so just bear with us as you get me joke book out. I went into the shop and I said, can I buy a goldfish? And like the guy said, do you want an aquarium? I said, I don't care what star size it is. My mate is in love with two school bags. He's by Satchel. <laughs> Just a second. I phoned the local gymnast if they could teach me how to do the splits. He said, well, now flexible are you? And I said, I can't make Tuesdays or Thursdays. I went to the local video shop and I said, can I borrow a back one forever? I said, no. No, you have to bring it back. You have to bring it back tomorrow. I've got some more audio My photograph's gone out of, out of the, out of the wrong way. I went into the shop and I said, can someone sell me a kettle? The bloke said... <coughs> the bloke said... <coughs> Kenwood. I said, where's he, where's he then? <laughs> <laughs> one Peter Beardsley. There's only one Peter Beardsley. See you then, Bob. So that's Peter's. Uh, I always send him a message back, like. Do you? Yeah. It's not a one-way correspondence thing. No, he needs. That's good. He needs bringing out of himself. I'm, he needs I'm, a bit of encouragement. Yeah. I'm gonna try and get him to uh, to go out in his garden more. Maybe keep notes of what he sees in that. Right. <coughs> Just mate, I like him to get in a bit of fresh air. Okay. <laughs>
So, Peter Beardsley sent me one of his uh, updates, Andy. Do you Good. want to hear that? I'd love to sit back and hear that, please. Uh, okay, here we go. I'm Bob. I'm still not back in work, you know, because of the business with the foreign lads, like, you know, so just, you know, I'm really getting under the wife's feet, you know, and watching the clock go round and round and round and round until it's time to go and sleep, you know, in the spare room. Me mate Billy, the bus, the bus came round yesterday, you know, he brought me a colouring book and some crayons, like it's a very nice example of the genre, you know. It's got a seal balancing on a big ball, unicorn, a moomin looking at the suitcase and a caravan next next to a tree, you know. My favourite one was a robot feeding a robot baby with an oil can, so I've been doing that today. Billy didn't get me a silver pencil, so, to be honest, the robot looks a bit shit. I coloured it in brown instead, so I hope no one sees it, else that probably be me in more trouble. Dog dirt. Billy... You know, he took me out in his car to cheer me up, you know. We went up the Asda Lake and got a couple of chicken wraps to eat in the car park, you know. Well, the moment I bit into it, I knew there was something wrong, like, you know. It was a double disaster, you know, because, one, it was wholemeal wrap, which is hard work, you know. I like me chicken wrap to have a nice soft melty in your mouth, you like, you know, a melt in your mouth sort of texture to it. You know, almost stodgy, Bob, you know. Till with that fucking chilli in it. Now, for me, chilli is that too striking to be in the chicken wrap, you know, it's very overpowering. Still, chicken wrap is a chicken wrap, so... I persevered, and I must say, the chicken was nice and lumpy. Lovely, lumpy, lumpy chicken. On the way back there, you know, we popped into the bookies and I won a tenner on the gambling machine, like, you know, and I, I felt really happy. You know, like you might feel if you... Now you pull off a sharp dance move at an important disco. Anyway, that was short-lived because when I got home, the wife was waiting for me at the front door. Where the fuck have you been, you little fucking creep? I've been waiting for over a fucking hour for me porch decks. Then I'm sorry, love, I went out without telling you. And I'm sorry I've left your eye dry, porch deck-wise, but... Billy the bus popped round and took us out for a drive. Billy the bus, that fucking fat wanger! <laughs> well done, have you been eating behind my back? <laughs> well, if she knew I'd had foreign bread, she would have lamped me, like, you know. Ever since she rejected Jesus, she's banned bread because it reminds her of the fella, like, and whole meal's worse because it's such an intense bread, you know probably around like, even when Jesus were alive, like. 
so I told her and had a sausage roll and that I was very sorry that I had done that. And where did you get your fucking money for that fucking dog? Where, where did you get the money for that, you fucking doyle? Have you been in my fucking place? Empty your pockets now! Well, I'm doing them too late, and of course, she sees the ten pound there on one of the buggies. Oh, you little fucking scheming thief! Give us that cash back and get four fucking poochies on! And they'd better be fucking runny! As for that useless fat prick Billy, get on the phone, tell him he's not fucking welcome back here no more! I bet it was him that put you up to it! Well, I didn't dare tell her I'd been the buggies like, so I just did as she was told. <laughs> She's upstairs asleep now, so I'm just colouring in as quietly as I can, like, in, uh, my son used to, like, colouring in book. He always did the clown first, like, cos said it reminded me, him of me, you know, so that's a nice memory. Anyway, I'll finish up cheers. Maybe cheers both up, Bob, with some jokes, you know, like from me, from me joke book. Just got me, just got me joke book here somewhere. It's not everything. I was in the jungle and there was this monkey with a tin opener. I said, you don't need a tin opener for a banana. He said, no, this is for the fucking custard. <coughs> I told my wife I'd got a job at the bowling alley. Ten pin, she said. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a permanent post, I replied. <laughs> I went to the doctor <coughs> and they said, I've got a problem, you know. I always have a dump every morning, it's six o'clock. He said, what's the problem with that? He said, don't get up there like that. <laughs> this recruitment consultant asked me, he said, what do you think of voluntary work? I said, I wouldn't do it if you paid me. I can't tell the one about the elephant, mate, because the wife says it's too too mucky so I'll say it Bob anyway one Peter Beasley there's only one Peter Beasley one Peter Beasley say Bob um, seems alright doesn't he seems alright yeah I think he'll, he'll he'll be back to work soon surely well fingers crossed you know um, justice justice will be done no doubt one way or the other. One way or the other. I don't know the ins and outs. No, no. It's not for us to judge, is it? What do you reckon? If you walked in now, would you reckon baddie or guilty or... Oh, Paddle? Are you using your solicitor's opinion? Oh, I think opinion. he's got um, a very, unre- can't, but very unreadable face. I wouldn't like... You wouldn't play a poker against him? I, I, no, I wouldn't. No chance. Okay. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. No light, Bob. I've met out in the house to give you an update on how things are going and all that and everything is beautiful in its own way, you know. So I'm just sat on the low wall round the back of the local shop site, you know. I've got me puffer puffer jacket on because although the sun is shining, it's still a bit chilly and me puffer puffer jacket was described by the retailer as a windproof puffer puffer and suitable for static staring in a winter environment. I'm eating a chicken wrap. <laughs> From the one-stop store. Oh, I love chicken wrap, me, you know. It's a good basic example today. Nice soft tortilla that has been softened a bit, you know, by the juices seeping in. And the lovely, lumpy chicken is lumpy with a bit of flame grill effect on the individual lumps. You know, like as if they've been drawn on. It had two blunt ends and not a cut in the middle, so I unwrapped the wrap, as it were, and spread the contents centrally across the tortilla and rolled it up like a pancake, you know, you know, like a pancake. <laughs> My son used to love pancake day. Used to say, Here, Dad, take the pan. You're the only tosser in this house. He did it as a joke, you know, but he always kept a very straight face, like, nice memory, though. Dog dead. <coughs> Truth is, Bob, the wife threw me out the house this morning, you know, I was staring out the bedroom window, mainly examining the Albanian fella next door's garden. He's put a gas barbecue on his patio deck and, you know, fuck knows what he's going to brew up on that. <laughs> I've heard the Albanians like to cook, cook up lamb guts and chickpeas, you know. I've looked through his bins once and I couldn't see any eggshells, like, so I don't reckon they eat boilers or poachies, you know, like us lot. Suddenly, anyway, the wife says, What are you staring at, you little fucking creep? You're blocking me light and casting a shadow over homes under the fucking hammer. So I said, I'm sorry about blocking the light, like, you know, and I'm sorry about casting the shadow over your exciting program. I was just having a nice stare, you know, while I waited for you to finish your boilies. Well, that's just it, you fucking dial. I'm not going to be fucking finishing them. What's the main criteria for a decent fucking boiler? Well, the white part should be firm, mate, and uh, the yellow part should be runny, love. Never mind runny. They should be fucking runny. 
like food sauce, a long life cream, or the shit that comes out of mini fucking KMs. Look at these, they're like fucking Harry Bulls. <laughs> Sorry, love. I'll go and do you some fresh ones. Well, she stares at me for 30 seconds, you know, just like I'm just a nationwide advert. And then, <laughs> then she says, Don't even fucking bother. Get out of my sight. In fact, get out of the fucking house and don't come back till tea time when I need me scrambled. So I quietly went out and found myself at the, around the back of the shops here, you know. It's where I hung around when I was a kid. And, you know, I didn't have a care in the world then, really. This puffer jacket I've got has a breast pocket with a zip and two side pockets that don't have a zip but I'm a press stud, it's a bit fiddly. It's got a concealed hood in the collar that is accessed by a zip. There's a drawstring on the waist, you know, and it's got a couple of toggles on it that I like putting in my mouth. Right, I'd better be getting back now, but I'll do a few jokes from my joke book, like to cheer you all up and everything I do, I do it for you, so give it a go. My sister works for British Gas. Do you want to meet her? A clown turned up late for work on his first day and he got sacked from the circus. He's suing for fun fair dismissal. <laughs> <laughs> I burnt my Hawaiian pizza last night. I must use a lower setting. <laughs> I went to the zoo the other day the only animal there was a dog. It was a shit zoo. <laughs> one Peter Beardsley. There's only one Peter Beardsley. One Peter Beardsley. No, I'll see you, Bob, anyway. Ta-da. Oh, so he didn't sound... He's had a rollicking from the wife, oh, like, again. I mean. She's a brute, isn't she? Yeah, but yeah. she wants her eggs down the way she wants them. Well, I mean, and in many ways, that's fair enough. That's life. I had poached eggs for me tea last night, Bob. Yeah. A couple of poached eggs. Did you use poachies, those little... Nah, have you seen that? did them in the pan of water. I created the whirlpool effect with Very the fork. Very good. Very good, again. Bit of vinegar in as well. Yeah. I did them right. Do, have you seen poachies, the little packets you get that you no, crack the egg into? No. What are those from, like, Big M or something? I don't could be being them, yeah. Do you want to hear from Peter? Oh, do I ever? You like to? Love to. Has he sent you another one of these tips? If I can just find it. Um, That's all right, no rush. No way, Bob. You don't have to keep you up to date, you know, what's happening and that. Like, he's still not back at work because of his trouble with the fallen lads, like. So. I was up early today, like, 
I hadn't really slept because of the banging on the loft from the Albanian fella next door. It's right above my ceiling in the spare room. Dog dirt. So I'm downstairs, like, I'm young, you know, she's nice. And I have a good stare out of the front window. And one of the lampposts is blinking, blinky blink. So I had a bit of fun, you know, blinking in the same sequence as the lamppost. Cheered me right up at midnight, you know. When I'd finished blinking now, I went in, in the kitchen, you know, to make like a cup of tea, like. The wife don't mind me going in the kitchen before she's awake, you know, as long as I don't open any of the cupboards. And I take the whistle off the kettle, you know. Well... I get in the kitchen, like, and it's a big surprise, cos there's the wife sat there, you know, she, I say, good morning, love. Good fucking good morning, me, you little creep. Why are you up so fucking early? <laughs> I, I was woke up by the banging from the Albanian fella next door, love. Don't be so fucking daft, you slack bastard. Next door, I've all gone away for a week to pick spuds in Norfolk. Alright, oh, well, maybe then it was a ghost, love. Ghost? You'll be a fucking ghost in a minute if you don't get me a couple of fucking poochies on Smash Lake and fill that spastic mug with fucking dark tea. <laughs> I'm sorry, love. Eh? Sorry I mentioned ghosts, like, and I'm sorry I hadn't anticipated your early rising this morning. I'll get them eggs on straight away. So, you know, I did a nice couple of poaches, like. Nice and ruddy, then. Very fucking nice. You better not have forgotten it's the big shop today up the fucking house, No, love. Hey, look, I'm wondering, you know, will it be okay if I dropped the waitress, you know? I hear they do lovely chicken wrap, lovely lumpy chicken bits to saddle walnuts and that. I could eat it in the car park before I set off back, like, you know. Well, she just stares at me for a bit in disgust, you know. Like I was a nationwide advert or something like that. Weirdos, have you got dull in your fucking head? You can't get a decent fucking cheap egg there. It's all fancy shite like kestrel eggs and poodle milk. Now you'll do as you're fucking told and go on the Sorry for mentioning weight rose, love. Shall I make a list? Well, you'll never fucking remember without one, will you, you dozy fucking prick? <laughs> <laughs> no, love. Right, fire away. I've got the pencil and paper ready. Right. Six dozen cheap fucking eggs. Large ones, no fucking tiddlers. Eight pints long life milk. Ten tins of peaches in syrup, not fucking fruit juice, mind. <laughs> Two bottles of smash. Three bags, tin spoons. Three bags of frozen corn cobs and a crate of stout. Right, okay, love. Once I've cleaned up your breakfast stuff and, and over the round, you know. She says, You're good lad, Peter. <laughs> Get yourself something you like for your tea. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
kill you what? <laughs> Does that mean that could get a chicken wrap, love? You know, you know how much I like a chicken wrap. Though so I, I don't understand if it's no given how they remind you of that Jesus fella like who you like you're fucked off like you know with. Hey, you can as long as you eat it outside or in the bedroom. <laughs> So, thanks, love. You really are very kind to me, you know. So, I go up my house there and I get the big shop. Then I do the wife a fried egg dinner and now here I'm in my bedroom about to tuck into my chicken wrap. Oh, I love a chicken wrap, me. I bought a nice plain one with big lully lumpy chicken. Lumpy, lumpy, lovely. Can't wait for night time, like you know, when that lamppost comes on, starts blinking again. Gonna have a right good blink off with it. Anyway, Bob, I'll give you a few jokes for me, joke, but before I go, like you know. So, here's me, book and see which ones you like, like. I just got a birthday card and I opened it, and Yorkshire pudding fell out. It was from Aunt Bessie. Don't like that one, the uh. <laughs> Why did Humpty Dumpty push his girlfriend off the wall so he could see her crack? <laughs> I was wondering, I was wondering why, this, why the ball kept getting bigger and then bigger and then it hit me. <laughs> Not so good these ones. <laughs> right, and you know, it's just whatever page I open it on, like, you know, and it's such a good one. I very recently got crushed, crushed my pile of books. But I suppose I've only got my shelf to blame. Um, I think I've brought a wrong joke book. Okay. <laughs> I've got a magic tractor, you know. It turned into a field. <laughs> so anyway, one Peter Beardsley, there's only one Peter Beardsley. Yeah, cheers, cheers, Bob. So there you go. Aye. They were quite chirpy. Jokes were shit, weren't the they? Jokes were up and down. I like it when his wife softens herself a little bit in her attitude towards him. That's quite nice. Yeah. She's, she's got a heart of gold, really, hasn't she? Well, they're, just, they're into a habit, aren't they? Yeah, trapped. trapped yeah, that's trapped the relationship, you yeah, know. That's, but that's the dynamics of it, isn't I it? I mean, the truth is, he could be on top, maybe. <sighs> Who knows? It doesn't bear thinking about, does it? All right, Bob. Just not an update, you know, what's been going on, like, you know. I'm still at home waiting to find out what's happening with my job, like, you know, after the trouble with the phone, like, like. So, this morning, you know, I went outside and I stood on my front lawn to have a good old long stare at my house, you know. I was particularly drawn to a wire that was sticking out on my front wall, about ten foot up, you know. Only a couple of inches long at a while, I but I reckon it was probably from, like, a security light, or maybe a burglar alarm, 
or slightly more outlandish explanation might be a neon sign. But the house has never been used for commercial purposes, so I doubt it. Dog dead. Talking of commercial purposes, you know, that made me think if I was going to open a shop, it would be a chicken wrap shop. I love chicken wraps, man. I would be willing to sell other fillings, maybe tuna, maybe bacon, pork, maybe even a veggie version, you know, with hummus. But mainly chicken, man. Only lovely, lumpy, lumpy chicken, not that fucking sliced nonsense. I would probably, you know, have all the extras displayed in them tin trays, like in Subway, you know, so people could, like, build their own wrap. I would get up nice and early whilst wife was asleep, you know, and then go to the shop and start preparing the ingredients in my own little kitchen. My own little kitchen. No one to tell me where to put stuff or which cupboards I can use, you know. Then I would nip back home and make the wife her eggs, like, you know, tidy up, over round and back to the shop where I reckon there would be a great big long queue for Peter's chicken wraps. I would call it That's a Wrap, which is a play on words borrowed from the movie industry. <laughs> Roddy O'Sullivan is my favourite actor. No, hold on, he's a snooker player, isn't <laughs> Well, just as I was thinking about that's a rap, you know, the front door open, and it's the wife saying, Hello, love. Don't fucking hello me, you fucking dial! What, you stood in the middle of the lawn like a fucking gnome for, you little creep? I'm sorry I'm stood on the grass, love. I am particularly sorry that I stood centrally on the lawn. I was just having a nice stare, you know, at the front of the house. Get inside, you useless bastard, and knock me up a nice spud omelette and a very fucking dark cup of tea. So... I do the wife her arm that night and I take it up to her bedroom and she tucks in. What's the main fucking criteria for a perfect omelette, Peter? Well, it should have a nice crispy edges and the middle should be fluffy. The middle should be fluffy? Is your mind fucking bent? It should be very... Fucking fluffy. Sorry, love. Is that one okay? Yeah, it's just about fluffy enough. So what were you staring at when I caught you, like? I'm looking like this little wire sticking out the wall, you know. I wondered if it had previously been attached to a burglar alarm or maybe a security light. You know, it was very interesting thinking about it. Well, that's not a fucking mystery. You should have asked me, you fucking doyle. It was from a CCTV camera. Mm -hmm. 
Richard, when you get the VCTV camera enough. <laughs> Come here, Peter. Sit on the end of the bed. Right, am I in trouble, love? Just fucking do it, you shit shovel. So I do sit on the bed like. Peter, you're a good lad. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a CCTV camera on that outside wall? Oh, I would love it, you know. I could stare at it and then record myself staring at it to watch later, you know, in the spare room. OK. After you've washed up and over round, you can pop down fucking maplins and get yourself a CCTV rig. Ah, oh, thanks, love. You really are very kind to me. So I'm pretty happy, Bob, and um, I'm sat here in the spare room watching footage of me staring at me. You know, it's like a, a parallel world where I'm not in any bother. <laughs> anyway, mate, I better go now, but I'll tell you a couple of jokes from my joke book. Like, you know, it's nice cheery, nice and cheery, cheery jokes. I've got some jokes like... The them ones you know where someone walks into a bar. Just bear with me, I'll open up my book. Here we go, let's see if they're any good this week. They weren't very good last week, were they? <laughs> so, a penguin walks into a bar and goes to the counter and asks the bartender, Have you seen my brother? And the bartender says, I don't know. What do they look like? <laughs> Two men <laughs> walk into a bar. You just thought at least one of them would have ducked. <laughs> a pair of jump leads went into a bar and asked for a drink. The bartender said, OK, but I don't want you starting anything in here. <laughs> now, this one is my favourite. A guy walks into a bar and finds a horse serving the drinks. The horse asks, what are you staring at? Haven't you ever seen a, a horse tending the bar before? And the fellow says, it's not that. I just never thought the parrot would have sold the place. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think I'll leave the jokes there. One Peter Beardley, there's only one Peter Beardley, one Peter Beardley. Think to you then, Bob. So there's Peter, his jokes were... I mean, they're all right, weren't they? are not bad. Does he write them himself, do you think, or does he just get them off the internet? I think he goes on internet, yeah. But he still, he chooses the ones he likes, so you get a bit of... Yeah, a bit of variety. You get a bit of variety <sighs> there. No, mate, Bob. I'm still not back at work, you know, because of the business with the foreign lads like, so I thought I'd give you an update, you know, like, and all that and everything. 
Yesterday, and I was up really early because the Albanian fella next door was like howling, you know, like a wolf in the middle of the night. And I reckon it was some sort of ceremony, you know, like when you're trying to get rid of a curse or an imp that's embedded itself into one of your kids, you know. Anyway, I, I got up and I thought, you know, you know what I think, I'll go outside like, and have a nice sit in my car. Now, I had to put my puffer, puffer jacket on because the car is very cold at night, you know. It, if I turn the engine on, I might wake up the wife later and they'd be all held up here, so I put my puffer, puffer on and I got inside the car. Yeah. First thing I did was have a good stare around the interior, you know. Focused like on the dashboard and the ceiling and that. No, lots of lights come on, you know, without turning the engine on. So in the dark with them all turned on, I imagined that I was like a pilot, you know, for Coconut Airways, taking the plane air, happy lads and lasses, to Barbados, you know. That was a really nice feeling, like. I've always wanted to go to the Caribbean or somewhere hot, but the wife comes out in welts and hides in the sun, like, and she reckons foreign eggs won't be as nice as good old British egg with its famous lion mark. That lion mark is a guarantee of a tasty fucking egg, Peter. That's what she would say. No, I, I had a quick fiddle with the indicators, you know. The first thing I did was, like, clap to the same beat as them. And then I blinked in unison with the, the blinky lights, like, and I enjoyed that very much and I will undoubtedly do it again next time I'm alone in the car. <laughs> I suppose I should really give you a few more details about me puffer puffer jacket. <laughs> it has a hood, you know, that falls into the collar. The hood itself is not puffer puffer material. It's more nylon-y, you know, like a tent material. It has a pocket either side, you know, about a couple of inches above the hem. The exterior of the pocket is puffer puffer style. <laughs> Which is nice because, you know, it don't interfere with the flow of the puffer puffer reaches. <laughs> the pocket's interiors, though, are not puffer puffer material. I reckon it's like cotton, you know, a bit like the gloves a snooker referee might wear when he's on duty. Next thing, you know, I opened the glove compartment and closed it a few times. And suddenly I noticed a package inside it, you know, it was a half-eaten chicken wrap that I put there a couple of days back when I took the wife to the hospital, like, you know, to have her allergy injections and the lump on her leg drained. Well, as you know, Bob, I love a chicken wrap, me. And two days old or not, I was going to get tucked in. Verdict, 
Well, the lettuce was not as tart as I'd hoped, and the dressing had penetrated quite heavily into the bread, but the chicken was nice and lumpy, lumpy. <laughs> Lovely and lumpy, and it had hardened a bit over the two days, which made a very interesting contrast with the damp bread and lettuce. The overall effect was probably the most lumpy, lovely, lumpy chicken rat I'd ever had. Suddenly, that's a bit long, Andy. That's alright, that's 13 minutes of music, keep going. Suddenly, the passenger door opened, Bob, and the wife gets in and while she's furious with me. What the fuck are you doing sat in my car in the middle of the night, you fucking dial? Waking me up with your flashing lights? And what are all these crumbs on the floor and your fucking doozy... Puffer. I'm sorry I'm sat in your car at an inappropriate hour. I'm sorry I woke you up with my indicator. And I'm sorry I made a mess on my jacket. Sorry. Sorry something I'm sorry just isn't a fucking enough, Peter. I've had to come downstairs on me fucking lumpy legs and you start seeping shit out. Sorry. I've had to come downstairs on me fucking lumpy legs and if they start seeping shit out, then that's on you. I'm sorry, love. Would you like me to drive you to the hospital to have it checked up, mate? No, I fucking wouldn't, you slack button out. What I need now is a couple of fucking porches <laughs> and a nice thick and fluffy pancake. Fluffy, fucking fluffy, mind. Okay, love. I'll get them on straight away. You go and sit on the sofa. I'll put the telly and the heating on for you. So she went inside and I did her pushies for her like. These are fucking perfect. Very, and I mean very fucking yummy. But there's nought on the telly, you wanker. What am I meant to do? I don't want to listen to you droning on like a stream of thick and piss. Don't worry, love, I, I taped you the police body cam show from last night, what you like, you know. Come and sit down. <laughs> Why, what's that? Just fucking do it. <laughs> so I do as I'm told. No, I do as I'm told, mate. <laughs> she says, Yeah, good lad, Pete. <laughs> Have a look at this. And she takes a travel brochure out of a big envelope. It's called Sunshine Cruises. I thought you might like to go somewhere sunny this year. The doctor told me my allergies have been kicked into fucking touch. Also, this cruise company only uses British products, including eggs. I fucking checked. So, what do you reckon? Oh, yes, please, I, I would love that, you know. You really are very kind to, to me. There's about six minutes of music left. So that's something for me to vote to, isn't it, Bob? So the wife reckons summer 2020 will be best for her. Anyway, I better sign off now. I've got a few jokes from me, joke book for you. So we'll try them out now, just open up me book. I went to the doctor's the other day and he said, you've got hypochondria. I said, oh God, not that as well. <laughs> this bloke um, said he was going to attack me, like, you know, with his guitar. I said, is that a threat? 
<laughs> so, it turns out, you know, that if you bang two halves of a horse together, it doesn't make the sound of a coconut. <laughs> My grandfather has the heart of a lion and a lifetime ban from the local zoo. <laughs> Six, 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 eight. The neighbour of the beast. I got into a fight one time with a really big bloke, you know, and he said, I'm going to mop the floor with your feet. I said, you'll be sorry. He said, oh yeah, why? I said, well, you won't be able to get into the corners very well. One... Peter Beardley, there's only one Peter Beardley, one Peter Beardley. See you then, Bob. So, he's got an holiday. So, he's got an holiday. 2020. 2020. Yeah. That's a very specific date. Do you think she's going to um, be still with him then, or is she planning to go without him? Or? When I first heard it, I thought, instead of thinking, well, that's a long wait, but that's nice, mm-hmm. I thought, is she planning to get rid of him or something? I hope she's saving up to make it a, a holiday of a lifetime instead of just so. booking something three weeks in advance. Do you know what I mean? So let's be optimistic. Which all we can be. Peter's going on holiday in Sunshine Cruises. In a couple of years. Yeah. Nice for him. <laughs> Um, Peter Beardsley, I would like, uh, he's been in touch, and I don't want to upset him by not using it, Andrew. Well, okay. You know, I don't want to put him over the edge or anything, so... Well, press the play button then, and, and we'll have that. All right, Bob. I'm still not back at work, you know, because of the problem with the foreign lads, like, you know. I was up early this morning, like, because the birds outside the spare room window. Usually... I put a pillow over my head to block out the noise, but last night I had to give me pillow to the wife so she could rest her bad leg on it, you know. Her leg is really swollen at the moment. She says it's the heat, but I reckon it might be something to do with the amount of egg white she eats, you know. I did bring this up with her, but she just said... uh, Eggs is me one fucking pleasure in life. Little oval capsules of pure fucking joy. Stop whittling on about them, you interfering fucking dial. So, you know, I just keep me mouth shut now, like. <sighs> Dog dead. So, I just keep me mouth shut. Uh, I hate getting into bother with the wife, like. So anyway, I get out of bed and have a good early stare outside. I was able to imagine in my mind the route the postman would take round the corner, you know, past the green telephone box thing with all the wires inside, you know, past the wall and up the path to the front door. Very nice little journey to recreate in your mind's eye. Then something caught my eye, really quite hard. There was something quite colourful laid on the grass verge, about the size of a pear, but man-made, you know, a very exciting sighting, so I decided to investigate. I was, uh, 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 
was still quite chilly, you know. So I slipped on me puffer puffer jacket and me son's Newcastle United scarf. I bought it for him when he was 11, but first time he wore it outside, I threw an apple for him to catch like, and he fell over on the road. And he cut his cheek and his lip like, and never wore it again, still. Still's got a bit of his blood on it, you know, but it always makes me sad to see it. But at least it is a memory. The Puffer Puffer has a Puffer Puffer zip and four Puffer Puffer Prestoids. <laughs> the Prestoids are concealed, which can make them a bit fiddly, you know. It was nice and warm in me Puffer Puffer, though. It's increasingly looking like an excellent purchase. Well, I made me way to the verge and I bent down to look at the mystery item. It was a tropical fruit yoghurt pot, about one third full. Just at that moment, the front bedroom window opened and the bloody wife started shouting. What the fuck are you doing out in the street at this fucking spooky hour? Wearing our lad's scarf and picking up fork and litter. I'm sorry I'm out at a spooky time. <laughs> and I'm sorry I'm wearing our lad's scarf like, but this bright pot had caught my eye for an investigation. Bright pot! Bright fucking pot! It's that tropical fucking foreign yoghurt you tried to poison me with yesterday. I asked for porches in a bowl, you fucker, and you bring me that shit. I slug it out of the window, you slack fuck. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, look. It won't happen again. I was just thinking about your leg health, like, you know. Aye, well, I'm for fucking awake now, so get in that fucking kitchen and fetch me a fucking five-egg scramble. So not to up a fiver... And I served it to him in front of TV. This is a nice... This is a nice scramble, this, Peter. Nice and buttery. I fucking love butter. I'm really pleased that you like it, love. Peter, come and sit on the sofa. I mean, bother, love. Just fucking do it, you creep. So I sit down. So I sit down <laughs> next to her wife, like, you know. Good lad, Pete. What do you say I'll lend you my phone so you can take a film of the postman's delivery today? I don't like that very much. I can watch it over and over again and it will help me fill the time early morning so I don't have to scrub about in the verges. Thanks, though. I, I do love you You're very much, you know. Yes, I know, Peter. Now get off the fucking sofa and give me... You're giving me the fucking sweats. Yes, <laughs> love, so... There you go, Bob. Anyway, I've got my joke book here, so... It's... I don't know whether it's good enough, this joke. It's actually an old joke, like... And I was part of the joke, so I thought you might like to hear it. Shall I do it, Andy? Go for it. Just cut it out, what's wrong with you? There was all the Geordies, you know, at St James's Park, and I was on the pitch being interviewed by Alan Shearer, like, you know. And they would try to prove that I wasn't sick, like, you know, because people seem to think I might be, like, you know. It's touch and go, isn't it, really? 
So Shira says, what is 15 plus 15? And I guessed, and I said 18. And the, all the judges in the crowd start singing, give him another chance, give him another chance. So, well, he says, I will give him another chance. He says, what's five plus five, Peter? And I said, 90. No, I thought it was out there, about like. But, of course, it's wrong. And all the crowd starts shouting, give him another chance. Give him another chance. Well, Alan, really kindly, really, says he gives another chance. He says, Peter, what is two plus two? And I think about it quite quite deeply and I give the answer four. And the crowd get up once again and start shouting, give him another chance, <laughs> give him another chance. <laughs> so that's, you know, it was just because my name was in there, I thought I'd do it. So, see you, Bob. One Peter Beardsley. There's only one Peter Beardsley. See, Bob. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.